0: Welcome to the Small Church Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we are helping the small church fulfill the big mission. My name's Brian, and I'm a fellow small church pastor alongside of you. I'm joined today by two of my goodest friends in the whole wide world. They're way more important than anybody else you'd ever meet, Kobe and Joey. Guys, what's up? I'm blessed. And I'm dope. Wait a second. You're dope. I'm a dope. My life is dope and I do dope things. <laughs> all right. I love it, man. These guys here are gathered together to drop some knowledge and wisdom all up in this place. Isn't that right, guys? Yeah, we're trying. I'm going to go back to the old days. I'm here to learn. Oh, he's here to learn. All right. No, I'm,
1: I've definitely got, I've got input.
0: Oh, okay. The topic okay. We're talking about today. I got him. I'll well, tell you what, I've got some expectations for you to say some Did stuff. Did it again,
2: didn't he? Huh? Did it huh? again.
0: There we go. We're talking about expectations. We're at least continuing the podcast conversation we started last week. That was, what, episode 43, I think it was. So if you haven't caught up, you can go back and check out that episode where we talk about expectations. And in that particular episode, Joey gave us a very good definition of an expectation, and I hope he remembers it for this one.
2: I hope I do too. So an expectation is something that is communicated and agreed upon. And there's a couple caveats in there. You've got to want to be able to do it, or you want to do it, and you've got to be able to do it. You've got to have the ability to do it. So putting an expectation on somebody uh, that cannot accomplish that expectation is not a legit expectation.
0: That's right. And if they can't accomplish it, they just got to got to get right or get left man right <laughs>
2: well there's unrealistic <laughs> expectations. unrealistic
0: expectations are a very real thing that happen in ministry and uh you know another thing that we mentioned is it's got to be reasonable It's got to be something that's within reason. So you can go and check that podcast out. It's episode 43 or 40-something or another, and you can get caught up with that. But today, we're actually going to take that idea of expectations and flip it on its head. Today, we're talking about the expectations that we, as pastors and leaders, bring to our church. Now, to be fair, some of those expectations are okay. Some of them we should have, but not all of them. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Colby. Tell me what you think.
1: I probably got too many of the ones I'm not supposed to have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I I probably got because we talked about it a little bit, you know, what we're going to talk about, how we're going to talk about, how we're going to deliver it. And I'm thinking, yeah, I got that one. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, I got that one. (laughs) So I got a a lot of expectations that I have on people that uh, I don't think are unreasonable. I just think might be a little more difficult for them to do. But that's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. It just, it's not. It's not impossible to do. It's just going to be. It's just going to require yeah. more commitment. Yeah. And so when we when we think about the expectations, I'm thinking, you know, I I do have some expectations for my church. Some of them I have verbalized. Some of them I have not. I, I just think that it, I'm thinking it. You should know it. Oh, you know, man. that type of thing. So. Don't
0: don't be messing with me like that. Now <laughs> that's where I feel like I live as a pastor. Like I want you to do what I want you to do before I've even told you to do it. Right. The Holy and Spirit should have passed. It that's on right. To you. Come on, man. Yeah. And and always it's going to be the way that I want it to look. Yes. And like you can't exactly. you can't follow Jesus in this church unless it looks exactly like how I want it to be.
2: Okay, I'm gonna have to leave and sit this one. out.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go to the altar and repent. I'll be up there for this podcast. but Come get me when you're done. Okay, we'll come get you whenever we finish that like but this is really a good conversation to have because i i can I pick on us as pastors for a while? Go ahead. One of the things that we love to do is get together and gripe about church people, but like sometimes we're church people too. You know, like sometimes we bring those inaccurate or unhealthy expectations into some things as well. Uh Colby, you mentioned the word commitment when we we're talking about this. It, well, it's not unreasonable. It just requires a lot more commitment. Yeah. Like I literally expect every one of my church people to be committed to the death and they need to be ready to die every Sunday. And it's like, calm down, man. Like... Rome wasn't built in a day. Take your time. Slow down. Lower your expectations just a wee bit here and be reasonable with them. Um, It's like, man, a weight loss journey, right? Like I I expect to work out one time and lose 100 pounds, and that's not how it works. Okay, now I'm just mad. (laughs) (laughs) I intentionally didn't look at anybody Whenever I was going back and forth, okay? I I, I was feeling attacked on that one right there. Personally, oh, it's going to be like that today. So now I have some different expectations of this podcast Damn. than I had before. So, but, but seriously, like we can bring in some, some healthy, but also some unhealthy expectations. And here's what it does to me, guys. When my un, unrealistic or unhealthy expectations aren't met by church people, I get all butt hurt and I get all, I get like Elijah. I alone am the only one left serving you, Lord, because my expectations haven't been met. And that's that's kind of, it, it creates an unhealthy response and relationship with people that I'm supposed to be shepherding.
2: So I'm hearing right, and this is my expectation, is everybody should be as committed to the church as I am. And that's my expectation. Mm. You should be as committed to the church as I am. But I've made church my life. Mm. It's my job. It's my mission. Not everybody is at that same level, and I need to help them get to that level instead of just <sighs> expecting them now to be at it. that level.
1: Yeah, and and I've I've struggled with that over the years, mostly because I I have that expectation for people to do, and and I am thinking, you know, I am I am at the building from nine a.m. to four p.m. don't tell um, everybody. Um, that. I get I get paid to be here to do these things, um, and, and you are working your job from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and now I want you to also do this other thing that needs to get done, and it's going to take you about nine hours to do. And so the expectation is you should be as committed as I am, when in reality, I'm committed, but let's be honest, I'm committed because there's a paycheck. I'm committed to God, don't get don't get wrong. I'm right. called to do right, what right, I right, do. Right, right. And that is very important to be called to what you do. You're not gonna get rich being a pastor. Uh, just burst somebody did you hear that bubble pop out there? Dead commit. Dead. It wasn't out there, it was right here, man. <laughs> so, so I thought that was what it was all but, about. But the commitment level that we have is different because we are called to it and we are paid to do it. And so I struggle with that a lot when when I was expecting things to get done and I come into the building the next day and it's still not done, and it's because well they had to work a twelve-hour shift, or they, you know, their kids were sick, or or whatever happened happened,
0: and I'm. Or they just I'm, didn't make time for it, or I they mean, didn't make time. It doesn't for it. even have to be extenuated circumstance. Yeah. Like, for I think we sometimes forget for the majority like everybody is volunteer. Yeah, like yeah. it. They, it may not come up, and it may just not be that important to and, them. And, and we got to be hope, okay with that. I hope my church
1: folks understand uh, for the for the one that is listening. Um, I hope my church folks, because I, I, mean, I don't know. He's already one hundred percent higher than we are. Okay, yeah. combined, got, we don't have one list. I've got two that listen, um, but and and I know they they are committed, and, and I get that. But uh, I am better now than I, what I was because I've I've actually stepped back and I realized that that not everybody can be as committed as i am because i'm there all day every day and so the expectation i have changed that expectation over the years because of the realization that people are have jobs they have lives outside of the building and so you you've Mm got to you've got to
0: figure that out
2: all right number one it's not about numbers just because you got two
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know tell them pride goes before fall Uh, tell them
2: Number two, that everybody listening may not be fully full-time employed at their church as a small church pastor. True. They could be working a part-time job, mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe not even getting paid to do it, or getting paid for their part-time at the church. Mm-hmm. And, and you're giving more than what you're getting paid for. Uh, if you got, a, if you broke it down to an hourly salary uh, of the time that you give, it'd be little. But it's still our calling. It's our life. Yeah. And we've got to help people get invested.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something to keep the good mindset. Is you just said it's our life; it's a part of their lives. Yes, and that's a big difference. It's our life, and it's a part of their lives. And I read this a while back. I can't remember where, but it said there's one of two ways to do this. And this is painting with very broad strokes because there's you know more than one. But but it said either. You use people to get ministry done or you use ministry to get people, uh, to, to, you either use people to get ministry done or you use the ministry to bless the people. And I have often fallen in that other category where I need kids ministry workers. I need people in the parking lot. I need people on the stage with the praise team. And if somebody calls out, then I, like I handle it the right way publicly. But on the inside, I'm like, how come you can't? I'm sick today too, but I'm here because I don't get a chance. I wish I could go to the beach on Sunday, but no, somebody's got to be here and build the kingdom of God. And I, and I think about that thing you were talking about, but you got mad with people having a prayer meeting because they weren't helping you out and. Like, we get into this place of expectation where we forget these are people that are volunteering their time and their services to us. Oh, and by the way, they're also giving money to the offering and all that. Now, what we're not saying at Small Church Leadership is don't challenge people. We're not saying don't get people to be more committed. That's not what we're saying. But what we are saying is you got to dance with who brung you. And sometimes the people that brung you are people that just... They're, they're just not going to be as invested as you want them to be, and you got to be okay with that.
2: I think what we're saying is you've got to bring people up to that level to get them invested.
0: And in from, the from my guided. perspective, too, while we're bringing them up to that level, we need to come down to theirs a little bit. I think sometimes we sit at the top of the mountain, and we expect them to come up to the top of the mountain with us. But that's not how it worked for Moses, right? Like mm-hmm. They actually said, please, you go to the top of that mountain because this is scaring us to death. We don't want to be at the top of the mountain. And I think for most of our ministries, we're going to have those Moses moments where we're at just at the top of the mountain and folks are down below getting, being all crazy because they don't want to be at the top of the mountain.
2: That story you just told on me is a, is a great illustration of expectations. So I have a small Christian school there, so every August, uh, so the month that we're in, I am swamped with trying to get the school ready the next school year to go. And so I was literally on a Sunday night, working on a Sunday night up at the school because there was school coming and things had to get done. And I'm literally getting mad at the folks down there. If they were so spiritual, they would know I needed help up here mm-hmm. instead of just being down there in a prayer meeting. But I never asked one to help me.
0: Yeah. Just they just should have known. They just should have known.
2: So I didn't get... Uh. Communicate an expectation. I didn't tell them what was going on.
0: I just expected them to know. And see how that whole thing works out. And just because we're using that as an example, it hits all of us. It does. It does. Like, but that's what happens under the surface. We're like, well, if they really were spiritual and, and maybe we don't say that, but we say if they really cared about our church. If they love Jesus. If they love Jesus. Or don't they see how much I'm sacrificing? If they loved me, if they were on board with the vision, then they would be doing this. And while there may be some truth in certain situations and cases with that, it's not always the case. Like, it just is simply not always the case. And so let's talk about kind of what some of those expectations are. I think the biggest one we've talked about so far is just people aren't fully committed. What are some practical expectations that we've maybe brought into church that are good or bad? So if you've got one that's good, be like, well, I think this is a good one. If you've got one that's bad, be like, uh, this is one like that I've learned from Brian because he's a bonehead. I'll start off. For me, I think a good expectation is having people connected to one another in community. I think a bad expectation is treating people like second-class Christians because they're not joining the small group that you want them to join.
1: And that's what I run into a lot. I, I, I can get on board with that. I can, I can say that uh, we want you to be part of us, um, but we can't treat them like garbage when they're not. Because yeah. um, not everybody's going to be in that spot. I mean, we, our expectation is I'm there every Sunday. You should be too. Mm-hmm. Our doors are open. You should be there, uh, but that's not realistic because we we shared last last episode that the expectation is is that the pastor has to be at every single thing, but yet that's not realistic. But then the pastor says you need to be at every single <laughs> thing, thing, right? So mm-hmm. so the expectation can't be, and we can't treat them uh, poorly because they didn't come and support that prayer meeting or that worship night or yeah. or that food pantry or whatever. We can't get so all high and mighty and 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 treat them poorly because they didn't support that one thing that we felt that the, everybody should have supported.
2: All right, I'm going to need a notepad and a pencil so I can start writing this stuff down so I know what to pray about. Joe, you, <laughs> you can go listen to this podcast uh, Oh, okay. <laughs> and
0: get the information. <laughs> you don't have to write it down. Man. Wait a minute. Is hey, that 2021, it? 2021, bro. Are we having <laughs> expectation issues right now? Oh my goodness. It's 2021, wow. <laughs> man. You can listen to this thing when we're done.
2: Significantly, <laughs>
1: Significantly old, older. Significantly older. Oh man, I love these guys. Do you guys. guys have a chisel <laughs>
0: So I can use.
1: I think another uh, another expectation is uh, uh, you know I expect everybody to tithe. Um, it, it's biblical. I, I expect them to. The expectation is to tithe, uh, but I understand finances. I understand people are out there living paycheck to paycheck and and, and or less. You, know, you got some some people that are on fixed incomes. They're they're living on a lot less. Um, so the expectation is to is to tithe uh the unrealistic expectation is um you're going to hell if you don't give us your money. You know that that type of attitude. Yeah. I I don't have you're that attitude. In the, church,
0: you're cursed with the curse because yeah. Malachi says that, and we're yeah. not going to filter that yeah. through the cross and the New Testament and look at it in a historical context. <laughs> we, and all that yeah. we we feel like
1: you know the the ministry is going to suffer because you're you're a tipper and not a tither, or you're just a consumer and not a committed and and that type of thing. You know I do have that expectation that that even my leadership uh, team I have that expectation that they they support the mission of the church uh but you also have to put yourself in their shoes and say you know it it's tough it is and i get it it is tough um it's but it's uh it's not a salvation issue um but that expectation is still there it's a good expectation to expect people to tithe um uh, but you've got to be prepared for uh people that don't yeah
0: and, and, and still love people. Yes. And still like, just like with the other expectations from episode 43 that we talked about, like, we, there, there has to be some communication. Mm-hmm. And we have to get on the same page with this. Now we did mention, well, I've got to want to do it for it to be a valid expectation. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible I don't necessarily want to do, (laughs) like forgiving my enemies or whatever, but Jesus isn't like, well, okay, well, let's, let's discuss if this is okay. That's okay. We're going to go ahead and scratch that out of the Bible. So there are some expectations that are going to be difficult, like maybe the tithing one. For some people, that's going to be difficult, but the expectation, I think the healthier way to frame that is we're expecting you to trust God and here are some steps that we can take for you to trust God. Like if you came in 10 years ago and you were only able to be a tipper and you only gave once a month and you did that, but now 10 years later you're still only giving once a month, the issue now is bigger than just are you trusting God with your finances. It's what are you doing regularly as the pattern of your life that we need to change so you can get to a place where you and, can, and can that do And that fall,
1: that does fall on our shoulders to dis, it's called discipleship. Right. And, and that needs to take place. And, and, and I think that's the so, better
0: expectation is yeah. discipleship. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And that, that needs to happen. And it, and it does, it falls on our shoulders. We can expect them to tithe, but we've never discipled them to teach them the the principles behind it the why you know we preach about it once every uh six weeks um mm-hmm. i don't know how often do you guys preach on tithing right. whenever every it comes other, up verse every, by verse. by every other week i preach every sunday <laughs> on tithing but uh <laughs> yeah, robert morris was asked one time he's the guy the guy that does all the tithing stuff uh, uh giving stuff a uh, uh journalist asked him how often do you do you preach on giving and he goes every week He's like you talk to your people about tithing every week. He says, "No, you said giving every week. We talk about giving tithing, and eh, once every three years or so." Uh, but you know, are we discipling our people? Are we are we showing them the practical steps to do it and the benefits behind it? Mm-hmm.
2: I, another expectation that I have is that if you take a role in the church, you will be faithful to that role to the Lord calls you home.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and I think we also have expectations of what faithful to that role looks like. Yes. Like, for me, faithful to that role is doggone it. You're going to be here all the time. You're going to be the first one here and the last one to leave. You're going to give more than or 10%. Like, you're going to be like an extravagant giver. You're going to invite people with you. Uh, Here's an expectation I have, too, that frustrates me to no end, and I need y'all's prayer, even small church leadership nation. If I put you in a leadership role, I expect you to reproduce yourself. Even if I hadn't taught you how to do that, I expect you to develop another leader that can take your spot, and he or she better be in that spot within the next three to four weeks, or I'm going to condemn you to all of hell for eternity. He's going to need some
1: prayer for that one. Because <laughs> that is, I mean, but you're right, that that's, we may not say those exact words. There's pastors out there that, that they don't say those exact words, but those are the exact feelings. Um, because we, we do that that's how we are we we require we we require volunteers we need volunteers to get make things happen so when they say they're going to do something we we have that feeling that it should always be taken care of by you and you should do it no matter what i don't care if you're uh you know sick i don't care if you're on vacation i don't care you're not allowed to do those things because i need you to do this stuff and and so we may not say those words but but deep down, I bet you we do think those yeah. a lot.
2: All right, so before I say what I'm fixing to say, Uh-oh. I want to say it was been nice to be on this podcast with y'all. I do consider you a friend after this, even though you may not consider me a friend. And so uh that's our expectation. But uh tell me how you're modeling that and who you were bringing up to take your role. Who invited him?
0: Is this for real? Is he going to do this right now? This is how we're See, doing we're this? we're
1: talking about the expectations of the pastor on the church, not... Not this really. stuff. We're not talking about... This is how it's going to be. Yeah.
0: This is how it's going to end. This is going <laughs> to <this is gonna laughs> like this. I will tell you, here's how I'm modeling that poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm modeling that by... And, and, and part of this is how I was raised. Uh, 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 gosh, emotionally healthy Pete Gazzero, Pete is that yeah. right? He talks about your family of origin has an impact. Oh, absolutely. And I was... My dad, he didn't get... He got mad because you didn't know how to do something that he hadn't taught you how to do.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: And and (laughs) I see that with me with my kids. Like, I will get mad with my kids because I should just expect them at eight years old to know everything that I know at 38 years old. And... I mean, you guys know me, I'm not that that much smarter than an eight-year-old, but at any rate, so that's how I model that with, my, with our church folks, is I'll get mad, no, I won't get mad in front of them, but I'll get mad Take in front of the right way. people, right, and I just need to model that better. One thing I've started doing is I've started regularly in our staff meetings saying, hey, I'm showing you this as my attempt to train you, and I'm telling you to go and show it to somebody else so you can train them, but... I've had to lower that expectation. I've had to lengthen the time. I heard Craig Rochelle say this, man, 10 years ago. He said, oftentimes we overestimate what God's going to do in the short run, and we underestimate what God's going to do in the long run. Mm. And that's that's where I think we need to change our expectations. We don't need to expect God to do, like, this amazing thing in our church in two weeks. But I think the greater amazing thing is that somebody's faithful to God and faithful to serving for two decades. Is that a good response to you? You. Turd. I can't believe
1: he asked us that. So, I know. So I In have, front of all these people. I, I, the tens of people uh, yeah, that are listening to this. Listeners, yeah. now, now,
2: listen, I, I'm not doing it. It's, I'm speaking to me too. I wrote it down on my notepad. So, I go pray with so it, for, after, for, about it afterwards. For so. every
0: finger that's pointing, you got three back at you. Uh, yeah, that's, you got
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. That's why you got a blade hand. For those that aren't in this, in the building right here, we're pointing with all of our fingers, of our fingers. not just half of a peace <laughs> sign. <laughs>
1: So uh, one of the expectations I have, and I don't think it's an unrealistic expectation, um, I expect my people to pray for me. Mm-hmm. I expect my people to pray for each other. I expect my leaders to pray for the church. I I, I don't, however, model how. Mm-hmm. I just expect because yeah. you can talk, and, and you know that's the thing is you can talk, you can talk, you can pray, and, and yes, that's true, but. You know, just giving God a, a grocery list, and I've complained about this for for several years. Just giving God a, a chore list, uh, it, it annoys me when people do that. But I don't model prayer. I don't model prayer to to the people to say, you know, this is this is what we should be doing. And mm-hmm. and and so I've been I've been dealing with that. Uh, Instead of showing them, in like in our leadership, instead of showing our leaders how to pray for each other, how to pray for our church, I canceled leadership meetings. That way, you know, we don't need to get together. We can just do it over email. You know, we've got all this technology. And, you know, my wife and I were talking about this just the other day is we've canceled these meetings because it's easier to do it over email, but we've lost that. Opportunity to pray for one another. Yeah. yeah, you can still do it, but you're not modeling it with each other. Right. And so that's, that's something that I think with my expectation is I want you to pray for everybody. The problem is, is I'm just not, I'm not setting this up mm-hmm. to help you do this.
2: I know from my case, if I'm going to ask people to pray for me, I need to give them how I want them to pray. I'm not going to leave it up. them I'm
0: scared how some of them might be praying. That's fantastic. Well, listen, we've only got a handful of minutes left in this one. What would you say to the pastor or small church leader that's listening that has a friend like Joey who throws them under the bus like that? No, 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 no. What would you say to that pastor or leader who's listening to help them be better? With their expectations that they have to to be more healthy toward their church.
2: Well, a lot of times our expectations we get mad because they're not met, but we didn't even know we had them. Okay, They're subconscious expectations. So we do that with our spouse a lot. I have expectations of my spouse. I've never communicated. You invited part? this <laughs> joke? No kidding. But like, are you what?
0: serious right now, bro? I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna hit him with. I head. wish we had. We
0: need a mute button. Okay.
2: Uh, it's, so some of them are subconscious, and so realizing them and then going through, are they mm-hmm. reasonable? Have I communicated them? Are they doable? That type of thing.
0: Okay. That, I think that's really, really good because uh, me, I have a lot of un- con- subconscious, not unconscious. Yeah, un- <laughs> <laughs> Bam, I What <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be as soon as this podcast is over. So. Yeah, we can't have any evidence. <laughs> I've got a lot of those, so I need to identify them, and I need to evaluate them on the criteria that we listed in episode 43, so you can go back. Check that one out a lot of it
1: is um, you know it's a stuff that, that we've talked about a lot is, is communication uh, you got to talk to talk to your people um, talk to your leaders, talk to your church people and and see what are they capable of I mean our expectations are one thing you know I always say well you know I want you to do this why because I said. Uh, that's the military me coming right. out, right? Is because I said to, and and so you got to have that conversation, and, and communication is key to to a lot of things. And we could we could really eliminate a lot of problems in our marriages and in our churches if we would just communicate. So if we are communicating with them and saying, okay, well, they really aren't able to do this because you know physical limitations or or whatever it is, you know, so we got to be able to communicate with the people, have our expectations, um, write them down. Talk to your leaders. Find out, is this something that we can do? And um, Mm -hmm.
0: and if it's not, then tweak it. I love that. So Joey's talking about identifying it and checking it out, and then you're talking about communicating it and then tweaking it. I think for me that's something that I'm even, you say I'm here to learn, like I'm learning the value of tweaking my expectations. Mm -hmm. And I grew up being taught that compromise was a four-letter word. Mm -hmm. but it's really not. And like compromising on the essentials of the gospel. Yeah, of course. Like Jesus is the only way to heaven. He did resurrect bodily from the grave three days later. Sola fide faith alone. Like, yes, we're not compromising on that, but I can compromise on my, Oh, I've got ten different things I'm expecting you to do, but you're only capable of doing seven of those right now. Praise God for the seventy percent that you can yeah. get done, or the thirty percent that, you can, 30% that <laughs> you, know, you can get done, or the thirty percent that you can get done. Let's celebrate the yeah. small victories yeah. And, yeah.
1: and not have to have that standard of okay, it's got to be a it's got to be a B or better,
0: uh, dude, to, to celebrate. We need that. to turn that into a Sunday school class. Celebrate the small victories. Yeah. I love that. And with that being said, Joey, what are we asking people? What is our expectation of people that are listening to this podcast?
2: I have an expectation that I'm on a Speak that is reasonable and would be right to do, and that 's going wherever you get in this podcast and give us a five
0: star Rating. I think that's a good expectation. I have that same expectation. Kobe, what other expectations do you have? I have the expectation that the people
1: listening, the tens of the listeners, will uh, go on to Facebook and in the search bar type in small church leadership or do it the Joey way and type Facebook www. Actually, let's go back. The Joey way, HTTP <laughs> colon slash slash www dot facebook.com slash small church leadership and you can you can find us on there also share this podcast with your friends uh There's pastors out there that are just looking for some encouragement. We are hoping that we
0: can bring that encouragement
1: to them through some avenue of this podcast.
0: Absolutely. Guys, we love you so much, man. And that's why we're doing this, man. We want to give you some encouragement, hopefully some tips along the way. And really, us being the Small Church Leadership Podcast, we have prayerfully, hopefully, helpfully helped the small church fulfill the big mission. We love you. Can't wait to see you next time. My name's Brian. I'm Colby. And I'm Joey. And we shall see you later, guys. Have a good one.